Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. bells for an hour (laughs) and and anyways good night you guys yeah welcome once again hey 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 sierra hey cherry do you have your comfy pants on do you have your christmas pants on i do well oh those are not i thought these were snowflakes (laughs) those are not snowflakes they're not and i'm just realizing it what are these pants there's some kind of like tribal something. Wow. You go home and you like cut them out and they I had no <laughs> idea. snowflakes. Well, I thought I was in the spirit, but No. Turns out the spirit's in you. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, don't make that joke. <laughs> okay. You, Merry Christmas. <laughs> do you have your comfy pants on? Are you uh are you drinking your nice Christmas ale there? I am. Well, it's Mad Elf. Oh. Or wait, Schmad Schmelf. Schmadge, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not advertising for <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hit uh, us up, sponsors. Yeah, for real. We'll drink all of your things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, within reason. Yeah. Um. So this episode, we're going to do. We're going to kind of talk about the history of. Christmas. Yes. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. We did like three weeks of sleep. Well, two weeks of sleep. Yeah. We did Plus a, a bonus, bonus episode. episode. Because we hit over a thousand downloads. Woo! So thank you, everybody. Yeah, seriously. 
And thank you for sharing your dreams with us. That was actually so freaking fun. Mm -hmm. Because even the people who weren't mentioned in the episode, they then sent us more dreams. And I got got to interpret on the story. It was so fun. Yes. That was very exciting for us. And you know what? We've also had people message us like, because what's so cool is that the topics that we're sharing about are becoming conversations Yeah, between people. And then they tell us that they're having these conversations and it cracks me up. Oh, it's amazing. Cracks me up. A lot of people experience sleep paralysis and they experience people in the closet. Yeah. Oh, we've heard that from while like, they're asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, this isn't like an epidemic of <laughs> people are in your closets. Go home and check them no. right now. No. Um, but yeah, that seems to be a pretty common sleep paralysis thing, which again is one of the reasons I love this podcast. Cause I feel like so validated and yes. i'm not crazy because yes. all of these other people are like oh my gosh that's exactly what i experienced yeah amazing love it and so now we're, we're gonna ruin your holiday <laughs> no no we're not wow, wow. we're just going to uh tell you some things that you might have known or maybe that you didn't know yeah this is not like a normal christmas episode it's more so no, gonna no. be like the history of behind your favorite things yeah like why why do we do what we do? Right. One of the things we were talking about when we were creating the podcast was like, what do we want to talk about and what do we want like the focus to be? And one of them was just like, why? Seriously. Why the heck do we do the things the way that we do them? I have always, I thought traditions were so cool in a way and like, I get it, but I'm, since I was a little kid and now I'm noticing it within my own child, he's a big why person and I'm a big why person and I'm never going to be that mom that's like, because I said so. I like to try to explain things to Mm -hmm. him. So I'm like, when he asked me, why are we doing this? I'm like, why are we doing this? I don't freaking know. Why do we, I want to find out. Yeah. So that's what we're learning today. Why, why do we do the things that we do? Or at least try to. Christmas edition. Yeah. I didn't get as far into it as I maybe should have, but let me tell you, it was a lot. It was a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Especially because literally the entire world celebrates Christmas differently if they celebrate it at all. And it started from so many different things. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Before we get into anything, I would like to um, just say a little warning to the people who listen, maybe in the vicinity of small children. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shut this off <laughs> until you're not around them anymore because we don't want to ruin the magic of Christmas for yeah. somebody who yeah. is smaller. <laughs> you and know what we're saying, take ex- a hint. Exactly, exactly. So, shut it off. Oh my gosh, welcome back, adults. <laughs> Hello. Okay, now I won't feel bad for the things I'm about to say. Because we told you. Yeah. And now if you're listening, it's your fault, not ours. Don't if your kids are still around. <laughs> Sorry, we gave you a chance. <laughs> if we did, we warned you. Okay. What if this is the way someone tells their kid? They're like, come sit with mommy. Oh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'll try not to curse them. <laughs> the trauma. Yeah, seriously. They're like, wait a minute, what? Oh, no. Um, do you, Would you like to begin? Or would you? Yeah, do yeah. you have anything else you want to say before we start? I don't think so. Okay. Wonderful. I never come with notes. <laughs> I'm irresponsible. <laughs> Did you see my notes? Because the first thing it says is start with a warning for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to make sure I said that as I was writing this out. Because we're going to talk about the history also of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh boy, I really want to make sure that I'm not like. St. Nicholas? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. Kringle. Oh snap. <gasps> Papa Gijo. <laughs> Père Noël. I just watched the Santa Claus the <laughs> other day. Yeah. I love when he goes Papa Gijo. <laughs> I will like walk around the house doing it all day. I know. I wish I really would have gotten into more about Santa Claus. I only got a little bit of him because yeah. the rest of Christmas was so much, but maybe in our next episode. Yeah, because we're going to do like two Christmas ones just because of the way everything's falling. Yeah. The next one is going to be more focused on like our personal experiences with Christmas. And also like yours. If you'd yeah. like to send us traditions yes. that you do, please. And I'm going to try to look up also like worldly traditions, things mm-hmm. that people do around the world to celebrate. Which will also get into different Santa Clauses and uh, what's that? Krampus. Oh no no! Love that. <laughs> Die Schwarze Peter. Yes. It's the Black Peter in yes. Germany. Yes. Okay, good. I didn't get into it in this one, but we'll get into it next week because uh, we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about the Black Peter. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> I learned about that in German class. Yeah, and it's one of the scariest things I ever learned about. It's not good. Okay, so. No. <laughs> So back to everything. So back to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so we all know that Christmas is celebrated every year on December 25th. Oh, I was taking a drink. I was going to guess. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Did it for you. What's it, What do we celebrate on that day? Um, I know what we're supposed to be celebrating. Mm-hmm. What is it? The birth of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. our Lord and Savior. Thank you. I wanted to take a drink. Um Exactly. That's what Pour one out for my homeboy Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. Um, December 25th has been a federal holiday as Christmas in the United States since 1870. Which is kind of fascinating to mm-hmm. me. If it's because of the birth mm-hmm. of a religious mm-hmm. figure, it became a federal holiday, but there's supposed to be a separation, separation of, of church and state. Yeah. yeah. Well, Which like I'm cool with because like I love Christmas, but right. also... I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you're about to get way more confused. Oh, uh, no. Okay. As many people already know, there's actually no mention of December 25th in the Bible as being the date that Jesus was born. In fact, many people believe that he was actually born in the spring because of the whole shepherds herding things. And why would they be doing that? In- okay, but to be fair about that, mm-hmm. our winter is Australia's summer. Yeah, but he wasn't in Australia. <laughs> no, but I'm saying I don't know the seasons of the true, Middle East. True, 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 true. But uh, still a lot of historians and people. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> I thought so. Wandering I'm, in the desert. I'm really not sure. <laughs> I'm just going with the people that are way historically smarter than I was. Yeah. And they believe that oh, it I trust was, them. was in the spring. But, but so where did we get... December 25th. Do you have that? I do. Oh, thank God, because that was going to drive me nuts. Yep. Nope, I got it. Here you go. So the middle of winter has actually been a time of celebration around the world long before Christianity even existed. Hmm. Right before Christ. Like the winter solstice? Oh, yes. Early Europeans would rejoice and have a celebration during winter solstice when the worst of winter was behind them and they could begin looking forward to the light ahead. Well, longer. that's positive. It is very positive. And I guess Jesus is the light of the world, so maybe. Oh, maybe. Longer days, extended hours of sunlight, people were celebrating. Yeah. In Scandinavia, they celebrated Yule. Can you, <laughs> do you know you? What, what? No, but I wish there was more to that word. I thought it was going to be like a phrase, and you're like, Yule. No, nope, just Yule. I, all I pictured was a soldier boy. <laughs> Yule. <laughs> so, who is it? 
Scandinavians. I just picture a bunch of Scandinavians in a circle, <laughs> like just doing the soldier boy. Yes. Well, Great. you don't, Yule, nothing <laughs> comes to mind. saying Yule at me. <laughs> Yule logs? Yule log. Okay, time out. What is a Yule log? Okay, I'm well, realizing I don't know shit <laughs> about Christmas. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you. So they celebrated Yule from, I'm saying, I'm saying it as many times as I can, from December 20th. First, through the uh, no, not through the end of January, <laughs> through the beginning of January. Okay. So what they would do is fathers and sons would bring home large logs and set them on fire, and people would feast until all the logs were burnt out. Why are you laughing? I just picture people coming home with giant logs, like we've got one, and oh, everyone yeah. goes, "You." <laughs> Okay, it is exhausting in my mind. I need you to know. Uh, well, so it would be about 12 days around-ish that oh. these logs would burn, and they would feast that entire time. That's where the that's term... That's my kind of party. That's what I'm saying. Also, it's the time of year where most wine and beer made during that year was finally fermented, so people were getting pretty lit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the term Yule Log came from. Quit soldier boying in your own head right now. I can see it. Okay. In Rome, they celebrated Sat oh boy. Saturnalia to honor Saturn, who was the god of agriculture. So food and drink were plentiful and social order was turned upside down. You Slate- know that's uh, God's favorite planet. Saturn? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's why I put a ring on it. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's like I'm sitting and talking to a dad right now. <laughs> the dad jokes are a plenty. <laughs> Slaves became masters and peasants were in command of the city. Schools and businesses closed so that everyone could join in the fun. Hell yeah. That's like the spirit of Christmas, but it's the spirit of... Saturnalia. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yes. I'm down with Yule. I'm down with Saturnalia. But here's the here's the tricky part is what I was just there saying There always before. is a catch. No, it's just that it's ironic that a lot of our Christmas Christ traditions come from mostly pagan holidays. These were all like, you know. The Those God were of, Saturnalia and uh, oh, Yule? Yeah, the God of Rome. You're not supposed to have any other gods before you. That's all uh, Wow, pagan. I'm learning. Yeah. Pagan. I, wait a minute. What does pagan mean? Shit. (laughs) Do you know? I mean, I thought it was like not. I thought it was like. um, Christian. Cool. We just. Wait, no, pagan's not Christian. Yeah, I know it's not. That's what I'm saying. I thought (laughs) that. I know stupid. (laughs) I thought it meant like not Christian. Oh, I thought pagan was like. Okay, yeah. It's a person. No. Pagan is a person holding religious beliefs that are other than those in the main world religions. Oh. Yeah. That's way, it, like, not as bad as I thought it was. Do you know why you thought it was devil? Because that's what the world says. Really? They, well, yeah, it's what everybody says that if you don't worship Christ or Christianity. Well, I don't think that. No, I know that, but that's what our culture and religion. Because when I picture pagan, I mm-hmm. picture, like, that star, like, that scary star. And like a bunch of candles. The Star of David? No, (laughs) no, 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 no. no. That's really bad. I know what the Star of David is, but yeah, yeah, the upside down thing. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a whole. I'm going to teach you about religions, okay? (laughs) Because it's very fascinating to look into all the other ones. Yeah, they're not all bad. Okay, does the word Christmas come from Christ Mass? 
What is, I, hope it's, I just know that Christ is in it. Yeah. I didn't dig into that. Wow. Okay. This so. is quite a hole my brain has been dug into. Well, here you go. So like I mentioned before, the Bible never specifically mentions the day that Jesus was born. So because all of these things were happening around the same time, Pope Julius the first mm-hmm. is that what it means when there's one beside their name? I I'm think not. So. I wasn't Catholic. Pope so. Julius I. Yeah, there you go. Chose December 25th, and it's commonly believed by historians that he chose this specific date with the hopes that it would increase the chances that Christmas would be popularly embraced by people, since everybody was already celebrating at that oh. time. And. Um, they were having their winter solstice festivals. So we kind of was just like really clutching on to those other festivals and being like, this is Christmas now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm going to take something you're celebrating from Mm -hmm. your culture and make it about about my religion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh Absolutely. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So early Christmas celebrations were very similar to today's Mardi Mardi Gras-like atmospheres. Yeah. Minus, you, minus you know the this episode is gonna like piss so many people. Oh, it really off. is, and I'm super sorry if you're super uh, religious. I implore you to just look into history of it. It's not me. Please don't attack me. I'm just telling you what history says. <laughs> yeah, this is all recorded. So yeah, and and I think that hate to be the messenger, but right, this is a very much so like don't shoot the messenger type of yeah. thing because. You didn't make it this way. No, this is, it's documented history that says this. Which isn't what is told. Mm -hmm. And so I think like there's nothing wrong with. There is a bit of a wholesome ending though. I will tell you that. But there's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas and celebrating like the birth of Jesus. Because like that's an incredible thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think it's important to know. Where why you from. do the things that you do mm-hmm. <laughs> so that you can answer questions. And I think I'm the biggest advocate for like, um, knowing as much as you can about everything that you can yes. so that you can defend yourself exactly. better in exactly. your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're trying to convince anyone that Christmas is bad or Christmas came from a bad place or you're not supposed to, we're celebrating wrong. It's just, here's information. It d- doesn't need to change your beliefs or how you celebrate, right. but it's, you know, I think good information. Yeah. And it's viable information. So yeah. take it how you will. And if oh, you don't want turn to turn us off and we'll see you next week. <laughs> so if you don't want to take it, turn it off. Yeah. Um, so it was super ruckus, like in the beginning, yeah. Christmas. Chaotic. Believers would attend church and then they threw a drunken carnival like celebration afterwards. That sounds like about right. <laughs> yep. Yep. A beggar, oh, this is a fun part. So a beggar would be crowned the Lord of Misrule. (laughs) I love this. And the poor people would all go to houses of the rich, bang on their doors, and demand their best food and drink. (laughs) And if the owners of the houses failed to comply with them, they would be terrorized with mischief. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? And you guys like Halloween. (laughs) I know. I was like, wow, of all the traditions, let's bring that one back. That sounds amazing. Excuse me. <laughs> I want your food, sir. <laughs> you drunk oh. as shit. Oh, you won't give it to me? No, I poop on your porch. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but I can poop. Yes. <laughs> Entire tower. <laughs> to the sky. Okay, so actually, you and I, and who we think the people that listen to this possibly could get upset, we're not the only ones who thought like that. Do you know who did get upset? Who? P. 
Puritans. <gasps> of course they did. Because they can burn people. Oh, wait. No, they didn't burn. They hanged them. They <laughs> yeah. could hang well, people. we learned. We did learn. This is a throwback to the Salem witch trials. We oh, yeah, did learn that they did burn people. They burned sure. people in Europe. Mm-hmm. So the witch trials were a thing in Europe as well. And, and those they were burned still Puritans. That came from my sister. Yeah, she had a plethora of knowledge yeah. on witch burning <laughs> for some reason, which is a conversation for another time. Yes, but thank you for that because yeah. we love we love correct information and more information. So yeah. if you have anything to add, please always add We've it. We've quickly become the podcast of Snapple facts. Yeah. Oh, I love so, it. Snapple yeah. hits. Up. Yes. Yeah, we can't say Snapple. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, so Puritans, because they were so pissed mm-hmm. and they just really seem like a good group of people, <laughs> they canceled Christmas in the My early, mom did that once. <laughs> probably, well, maybe for this reason, I don't know, in the early 17th century in England because of the way they, they saw it being celebrated. And also they were like, um, nah, Jesus wasn't born in December 25th. He was born in the spring. The Puritans said that stuff yeah. too. They were just like, this is, they pulled not- out their books and they're freaking candlelight and they're like let me turn the page (laughs) (laughs) they really were they were like um this is not what the bible says yeah i'm not celebrating this yeah and if they're just really great group of people (laughs) they seem like a fun time (laughs) they're accurate but they're freaking buzzkills yeah they're like we can kill people that's fine who are witches okay with that but please do not get drunk and bang on doors (laughs) it's rude (laughs) So there was a, there was actually for real, it's in like history books and stuff. There's a war on Christmas. It was so bad. I won't get completely into it, but they outlawed Christmas in early America and celebrate anybody caught celebrating Christmas or exhibiting any kind of Christmas spirit was fined five shillings. (laughs) Isn't that insane? Wow. Yeah. They were fined for celebrating Christmas up until... The American Revolution, because after the American Revolution, a lot of English customs fell out, including the ban on Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and it was declared a federal holiday on June 26, 1870, which is the day before my birthday. Oh, wait, uh, birthday. <laughs> you, you were born June 27, 1860. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm a witch. You, we already you talked look about that. great. Thank you. Do you see my gray hairs? I got to color that again. <laughs> Um, in the early 19th centuries, America was flooded with immigrants who then, because the outlaw on Christmas was banned, they began bringing their own Christmas traditions with them. Hello, immigrants. Mm, Thank you. Yeah. So that's where we began getting so many different ways. And because of that, America as a whole decided on their own tradition, which is the modern day America we celebrate today with the gift giving and Christmas cards and Christmas trees and all that stuff. Um, Around this time, Charles Dickens created a Christmas carol and the story's message of charity and goodwill towards all struck a powerful chord throughout the U.S. And so over the next 100 years, that's when they began building the Christmas we know and love today. Mm. Mm hmm. Christmas traditions, um, oh yeah, included decorating trees, holiday cards, gift givings, and they reinvented the holiday to fill the cultural needs of the growing nation, which I think is beautiful. Yeah, that is a happy ending. Yes. So that's how we got from where we were, although again, 
would love to bring that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really pro whatever the heck that yeah. version of celebrating is. Truly. So now... That's like trick-or-treating for adults. Well, I know. And I, like I said, I, I can't wait till we get into the one where we begin talking a little bit about... Um, Christmas religions or Christmas religions, Christmas traditions. (laughs) Yeah. Very similar words. (laughs) Because when we were in Mexico, I thought one of the coolest things was we were talking to this man um, and he was telling us all of their different, because we were like, we didn't see anything. We went in end of November. Yeah. And we were like, we don't see anything like Christmas wise Mm -hmm. in America after Halloween. It's like Christmas throws up. Yeah. All over us. Which I said to I brought this up. We are the only place that celebrates Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think there is another version of Thanksgiving in Australia. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with Australia today, really but I'm pretty sure they also have some form of Thanksgiving, but the rest of the world does not have Thanksgiving. So it is not crazy to jump from Halloween to Christmas. Yeah. But, but... A lot of people don't do it, or at right. least they didn't in Mexico. Right. We were so confused. And he said, he's like, oh, Christmas isn't that big here. Like, hmm. basically. Because there's no snow. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but he said it was a lot less um, gift giving. Yeah. And just more like spend time with your family. They cook the food. They have the feast. They spend time with their family. I think maybe they give a present if they do presents. Yeah. But it's not anything like what our I'm Christmas Me too, 100%. Yeah. And since I'm done with the Christmas part and all I have is Santa Claus left, we can talk Did a little bit. Did you just call him Santa Claus? You don't call him Santa Claus? <laughs> no. I didn't call him because that. Because it's but... Santa. Oh, well, I like Santa Claus. <laughs> Do you remember when you found out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My Same. sister told me. She did? She did. She ruined it for me. And I still didn't. I was like, you lying son of a... <laughs> you are wrong. Yeah, 100%. How I thought dare she was wrong. you? And then I was even in my head, oh, oh, do you want to hear a really sad um, absolutely tis the season kind of traumatizing memory that mm-hmm. i have moves my first memory of getting made fun of it's very sad um my dad used to work at a like furniture building place mm-hmm. and he would stain the furniture i'm mm-hmm. um, like tables and stuff like that and so he used i to never t- knew that you didn't no yeah so uh he would take us to work sometimes and we thought it was so cool that he was building furniture and he all was, that. like getting high off the fumes. Oh, it was very fumey. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would go catch bugs and I was like, the grass is purple. What in the shit? What is happening? Shit is not real. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So then we were like, I think it's so cool that you do this. And he was like, do you know why I do this? I want to stand as helpers. I'm an elf. Oh. I make furniture for people. So, well, that's so sweet. I know it was until, (laughs) until I go to elementary school. And I remember, this is such a vivid memory. That's why it's kind of traumatizing. But I was standing in line. We were at our school. We were going back in from recess. So we're all standing in line, you know? Uh And all the kids are talking about how, like, Christmas, like, Santa's not real. And I was like, yeah, I know he is. My dad works for him. He's an elf. And all the kids were like laughing at me and they were oh, like, no. you're dumb. Your dad's not an elf. He lied to you. And He's way like, too tall to be an elf. <laughs> he was super tall. Yeah. And I was like, he didn't lie to me. And it was just really sad. So 
Wow. So that was after my sister already told me. So then you're like, oh, shit. I was like in freaking third grade. Yeah. No, so, I waited a really long time. Yeah. I remember. I was holding on to it so hard. And even when I told my dad, he's like, no, you can't be not real. Who I work for then? And I was like, <laughs> shit. Who do you work for? Are you real? I don't know anything. Why is the grass still purple? <laughs> and the whole time we were high. <laughs> And Christmas wasn't real. No, but that was it. I, that was the first memory. I also feel like I have a very vivid memory of catching my mom putting presents mm. out in like her robe. So I was just like, Santy, <laughs> Santa Claus. They're and, Santa and Santy. Yeah, it, but it wasn't red, so I was like, I should have caught on. But all I saw was this big round butt. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> and I was like, you were very small to be yeah. fair. I was like, that's got to be him. And I didn't want to ruin the magic because I thought if he turned around and saw me, then he would stop and take all my presents. He would just melt into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make the rules. It just yeah. So I like turned away and was like, oh my gosh, I got to get out of here. And, and that was, <laughs> oh, I really tried to hold on for as long as I could. And I remembered like, telling everyone they were wrong for telling me mm-hmm. that Santa wasn't real because I felt, I felt that he was real. Yeah. And yeah. I remember walking into, um, South school, which is an elementary school that there was like an elementary basketball league. Mm-hmm. And I was walking into that building. Um, I don't know if we were picking up my sister or what we were doing, but I was with my mom and I looked at her and I was like, mom, <laughs> is Santa real? And she goes, let's go on a drive. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> no. That means no. Because <laughs> if he was real, you just say, yes, yeah, stupid. Why are you asking me? See, I'm a bad mom, I feel like, because Noah's already questioned it. And I was like, of course he's real. <laughs> what are you talking about? And so now when he comes and he's going to be like, I have facts. I know it. I'm going to be like, I lied to you. <laughs> Shane so and I are sorry. considering... I know not doing Santa because of that reason. I know. And, and again, I think that Santa is wonderful and it's a beautiful, like magical thing for your children. But then I remember that memory that I have of getting made fun of. And I was like, that was so horrible. I wish I would have just not even believed at all. See, it doesn't. No offense to my parents. They really tried. Like that was not my dad's fault at all. that that happened because he was just trying to like, you know, bring yeah. the magic there. But I fully because was it like, it is incredible. Yeah. That magic feels so, so good. Yes. And when it's gone, <laughs> well, that's the problem. That's yeah. the problem. I remember that so vividly. And, and my parents were really good too about, um, like keeping it up because I'm the old, we're the oldest yes. of our siblings. Except my so, younger sister told me what a dick. <laughs> she is taller than you. So I know. she is the, like technically, and yeah. she's also a bully. So. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Back then she was. You can't even, she used to come up, I would watch TV like a sweet little angel, like with my hands under my head, you know, kicking my feet, being yeah. so cute. And she, my dad said he has a vivid memory of her coming up and just kicking me straight in the head <laughs> for no reason other than I was happy <laughs> and she could not handle it. You know what? You need to thank her because she was trying to prepare you for the real world. I know. She's like, you think that life is going well? <laughs> Kick to the dome. <laughs> That's what reality's like. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. Um, you really prepared me for getting kicked <laughs> by you as we were older. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
But I, it was really hard being the oldest because once I found out, I still had to pretend. Oh, you did? Yeah, because my my youngest sister, Randy, is five years younger than oh, me. Oh, yeah. So you had to keep that going. Oh, and then I'm like, you know what? We're going to use this to our advantage. Yep. <laughs> and I remember she was in like, I don't know, sixth grade. And she knew at this point that Santa wasn't real. But I like was a, a freaking general. And I'm like, you look at me, soldier. <laughs> Santa doesn't have a budget. So Santa is real as long as I tell you Santa's real. Exactly. That's the other part. Let me tell you, as a parent, that is so hard for me because number one, it kind of hurts that you get no recognition because I don't, I've never had a lot of money. Yeah. But especially when I was first, like, a, you know, me and his dad split up and then I was doing it pretty much by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have a lot. And what I did have, obviously, I say, is all for Santa. And then there was a moment, I remember when he was like five, and he was like, where are the gifts from you? And I was like, oh, well, mommies don't get their kids' presents. You know, that's what Santa's for. And he was like, well, why didn't Santa bring you any presents? Santa doesn't love me. (laughs) Yeah, so then I had to be like, I was bad. (laughs) And that's bullshit. I was so good that year. So (laughs) why didn't I get any presents is the real reason. Or question. <laughs> Listen, that it's I, tough. Uh, it was like so because tr- my mom, whenever I asked her, she was like, "Santa lives on in our hearts. He is the spirit of Christmas." Oh, that's Which, cool. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Tell me that first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I for want sure. that. Don't tell me that he's a real person because I'm going to be kind of let down when I'm I find out. I'm not going to lie. Part of me still hopes that he's real. It, yes. That like, well, where the hell are my presents? <laughs> no, I don't want presents. Oh, but I just want him to like spread happiness. Well, where the hell is my happiness? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Truly. Know. I don't. You know what? It's because you don't believe anymore. Oh, oh, this is all about God. I'm tricking you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> she's like, well, we made it weird with the God thing. So great. I'm going home. <laughs> Anyways, are we at an hour? Goodbye. <laughs> no, we're not. Unfortunately, sit back down. Do you have a moment? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right. So let me destroy Santa Claus for real for you. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun. 
It's sustainable and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, ah, I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six dials. But right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code TANGENTS20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code TANGENTS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash tangents, promo code SPACE80. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. <laughs> Always have some seriously but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. 
So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One flex disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons i really truly believe that well this beginner is grateful for that (laughs) yes it's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years so say goodbye to cramps put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20 percent off flex disc starter kits or 10 percent off your first flex cup plus you get free u.s shipping that's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. If I could, do you mind? By the way, my first... Go ahead. I, today was... <laughs> I said, go ahead. You sounded so upset about I it. I am upset. Because I'm going to destroy him? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know what? Sorry, this is... I'm not I really I was just watching to. the Santa Claus. Yeah. And in the Santa Claus 2, do you remember what that one's about? Um, it's the Mrs. Claus. I don't. He has to get married. Okay, it's on Disney Plus. So he has to get married, and um, they send him to Earth. Mm -hmm. Well, he's already on Earth. He's at the North North Pole. Anyway, they send him back to like Chicago. I don't know where he's from. Right. And while he's there, he's like trying to find a wife. Mm -hmm. And back in the North Pole to make sure like all the elves are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like everything's normal and nothing's out of the ordinary. They create a toy version of Santa. Mm. And there's a part in that. Well, it goes awry. Yeah. You're going to have to watch it. The toy version of Santa just tries to take over. Oh, well. He starts being really strict about the naughty and nice. Listen, everyone's naughty. (laughs) So when the real Santa goes back. Mm hmm. There's a line. He says, you are a sad, strange little man. Yes. Which is from Toy Story. Yes. And Tim Allen. (gasps) Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's cool. I heard it today and I was like, I've been watching this movie 
for 20 years and never and just picked up. up on it yeah. as soon as you said that i was like oh my god that's toy story and then mm-hmm. i never put together though that that was buzz lightyear wow mm-hmm. disney doing some inception shit for real well that i wrote this instead of like um typing it this time so i wrote dutch families but i totally thought it said douche families <laughs> i'm sorry so uh Santa Claus originated from St. Nicholas, mm-hmm. okay? And St. Nicholas was a Turkish, I think. Was he? I believe is where I don't know. I was we celebrate reading. him on December 6th. Yeah. That's what Dutch people do. I'm not Dutch. How do you celebrate him? How do we celebrate him? For, is that Catholic? Uh, I don't know. Okay. My grandma uh, was Austrian and my mm-hmm. grandpa is half Austrian, half a bunch of other things. Uh-huh. And I don't know. My mom has just always celebrated um, St. Nicholas Day, which is December 6th. Yes. And then Christmas. And so on December 6th, she would... I don't know if she That's would, the I, day that he died. Did you know that? No. What yes. a weird day so to you, celebrate. you celebrate the anniversary of his death. That's huh. what I was... I have that in my notes. That's strange. I know. But she... We would get gifts from him on that day. In your stocking? No. <laughs> I, I think she that. would put it in our shoes. Mom, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I think she would put it in our shoes, but if she didn't put it in our shoes, it was just like out, kind of like the Easter bunny. Mm. I didn't know people actually had to hunt for their Easter baskets on Easter. You've never Ours were just like on the table. What? <laughs> no. Oh, I've always had hunt for Easter baskets. I didn't do that until I met Shane and I went to his family's Easter and they're like, your basket's hidden. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what, what did I do? Is yeah. this like initiation into your family? Give me my basket. I, I'm, I mean, the Easter bunny <laughs> does a scavenger oh, no. hunt for a Noah. That's oh. what I did this year. And I, so I write, little, we hunted for eggs. Yeah. But we do like, well, my mom would just hide it and we would have to find all the eggs and then find the Easter basket, which was always hidden harder in the dryer. It was always in the dryer. <laughs> we knew we were like, it's in the dryer. Um, and then my dad's wife would get, she began the scavenger hunts. Huh. which I thought was super cool. So now I do it for my son because I think it's super fun hmm. and kind of a way to learn. Yeah. And it was hard to come up with rhymey words. <laughs> so I'm going to have a hard time. We went too. from Jesus's birth to his death real quick. <laughs> <laughs> from what's that? Um, AD is after, right? After B- From BC to AD <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not super religious, so... Um, okay, so St. Nicholas is the patron of saints of sailors, merchants, archers, children, students. And then there's some questionable the ones. children because, I'll take the away. Yeah. Well, it also says that he's the saint of thieves and prostitutes. So, what? <laughs> yeah. It, um, he really doesn't discriminate. No. He's like, I'm, I'm the people's saint. So I got good and bad when I researched him. Uh some were good. Yeah. And then some were like, he, he, mm, he was a little questionable because he would specifically pay attention to gift giving for young girls. Oh, no. Yeah. And he would put gold in their stockings to um, try to get them to not be prostitutes, to marry them off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who was he so that they wouldn't the- become sex workers, which is the correct term, by the way. Who were they? Who was he trying to marry them off to? I don't know. I guess he would. Uh, he was trying to bribe them. He was trying to bribe people to want them. I think. Whoa, oh, like that was like their dowry. Yes. 
What? Yes. Christmas is freaking weird. Okay. So I was going to leave that part out. (laughs) (laughs) But sorry. Um, So then he became an early Christian saint. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. So is he a kid? (laughs) This is all Google. Okay. Sierra didn't write these. No, this is not my fault. I didn't do this. Right. I just researched it, and this is what I found. And and again, I was going to leave it out, but the researcher inside of me, I truly, I, I'm like, well, I know the truth now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say it's that. your journalistic I, duty. Yeah. I can't say that I don't know that he was, you know, whatever. <laughs> so anyways, regardless of what he did and why, he was a saint. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Dutch families gathered to honor the anniversary of his death on December 6th. And the anniversary of St. Nicholas, or Sinterklaas for short, mm. which is where Santa Claus yeah. came from. Sinterklaas. I, I, I'm not Dutch, so I'm sorry if I'm saying yeah. that wrong, but I thought that part was so cool. Um, and then in 1822, an Episcopal, is that correct? Episcopal? I, I've heard of Episcopalian. Okay, so I'm so assuming probably. Yeah, Episcopal minister Clement Clark Moore wrote a poem called An Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas, but it's more popularly known today by its very first line, "'Twas the night before Christmas." <gasps> yeah. Wow! And Why did that- I get chills for that? <laughs> <laughs> the first time I read it, I was like, what? I didn't know that that wasn't the name. Yeah. That's not the name of it. It's, it's actually... A rose such a clatter. Yes. I just watched the Santa Claus. (laughs) I was going to say, I know that part. Um, The poem created a Santa Claus who was depicted as a jolly old man who flies from home to home on a sled led by reindeer to deliver toys. And that's where we get our Americanized version of Santa Claus. It actually Mm. came. Well, I mean, it said it was from a bunch of different poets, but he's the first one that put it all together. And then, um, then in the 1930s, uh, we got the actual, like, well, there was a lot of different, like, pictures of it. But the one that is most known. The one is on what, the Coke bottles. It's the one on the Coke bottles. Exactly. Is that what you're going to say? That is. Yes. <gasps> he, in 1930. And again, it's a little darker part of the <laughs> the reason that I found that Coke began doing that is because they were getting um, in a little bit of trouble because of the actual cocaine that was in there. <laughs> In their product. Yeah. So they got in trouble for that. And as a way to make it more like family friendly, they... Did they take the cocaine out before putting sand on the bottle? Yeah. I believe that's when they made it. So it was a new version. And also it was said that in the wintertime, especially around Christmas time, was when their sales would plummet. I guess people don't want to drink cocaine in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) That's because they're getting drunk and banging on houses. (laughs) Demanding their best food and drink. Exactly. So... So then Coke really, and again, this is where full commercialism comes into play, but that's where we get the holly jolly red cheeks, yeah. red nose, big version of Santa Claus, because a lot of Santa Clauses were skinny yeah. before that version. And then that that's the one that we see the most depicted hmm. is the version of, and that's... <laughs> Try our new version of Coke with Santa Claus and less cocaine. <laughs> You'll actually More be more jolly. Let's go. Okay. You'll be able to fall asleep. <laughs> Finally. 
But so that's where I got, or, or that's what I have, at yeah. least for now on Santa. I think for the next episode, like I said, I'm going to go into the different versions because yeah. we have a lot of, um, you know, the Black Peter. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like here, well, uh, like in the Americanized version of Santa, if you're good, you get presents. If you're bad, you get coal. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I'm curious where that came from too. It didn't say. Yeah. A lot of a lot of what I read is basically like people, stores, are or like authors and stuff are trying to sell you things. And yeah. so they created a story, yeah. which then became a tradition. Yeah. So really it was all made up manipulation. Oh, a hundred percent to try to sell things. Which sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel like when you hear that. It it takes the magic away, but a guess bit. what? There's no magic anyway. <laughs> yeah, we ruined it. Make Santa's not magic. Santa's not real, and it's not even a fun story behind him. It's just commercialism. Oh, and this was another interesting thing. So I watched. Um, have you ever heard of the show Adam Ruins Everything? Yes, only because you told me. Yes. Oh yeah, I've talked about <laughs> yeah. it since. This, so there's a an episode Adam Ruins Christmas, and I love that dude because he's basically just like, actually, this is what. He's a very actually type of person. And um, he really brought me down (laughs) in that episode. But a lot of it was like, oh, this is what you thought it was. Actually, it's this. And where was I going? (laughs) I don't know. Lost my train of thought. But I do. Oh, did you find it? Nope, I did. Okay. So where I was going was they say that like it boosts the economy. But it doesn't. It does not. It's actually Christmas is very bad for the economy, the the gift giving. Yeah. Because, and there was a whole thing about it. Like, um, if you buy something, your the value of something is like what you would value it as, you right. know? And because people are getting people gifts that they don't use or that right. they don't want or that they don't like, and then those gifts sit or get yeah. thrown out or whatever, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. That the was value of it goes down. Way down. It was right. going, oh, it was like, <laughs> you'll have to watch the episode if you get a chance and you're interested in learning about economics. Yeah. I am not <laughs> an, an economic person, but so I don't want to try to explain it and flub it. Yeah. But basically it was just the way that we're doing it because people are kind of forced to give gifts. Like yeah. it's not about, oh, I think I saw this and thought of you. And I thought you would like it. Here, right. I got it for you. These it's, people are tricked into believing that they're getting a deal. Yeah. But you're, you're honestly... 100% not. You're not usually getting a deal. They actually spike the prices. I was going to say, if anybody who works in retail knows, they yeah. spike the prices, especially before Black Friday. They will spike the prices up $200 and then cut $200 off and you're buying Yeah, it's the, the exact same, same as if you would have bought it in the summertime. Mm-hmm. They start spiking it up around July, August, mm-hmm. and then they'll be like, you get this great deal and really... Well, and the problem too is like sustainability Mm -hmm. because we're producing things at such a fast rate and we live in a society where we want the newest things. Yes. And so every year there's a new iPhone, there's a new Mm -hmm. car, there's a new um, version of like literally everything and we all want those new things and they're being built to be obsolete. Yes. Things are not being built to last. Not at all anymore. Not at all. So now- It's interesting. Did you know that that's why- uh, try have a phone a new iphone or a new whatever try to have it for three years no they they they'll came start out breaking and, down well they came out and said that they start slowing down the ios uh-huh, uh-huh. 
So well, that's what all those iOS updates and stuff, they mm-hmm. say that they'll start putting like, well, the battery power drains mm-hmm. a lot faster. And so that's like the part that bothers me. It, and I, it didn't really hit me until recently. Um, when we moved because we had stuff in a storage unit mm-hmm. for six months. Yeah. And so I'm paying $80 a month to hold stuff that I obviously don't, don't need because you're not going right. and getting it. My entire basement is full of boxes. Mm-hmm. My garage is full of boxes. Like there are things that I have not unpacked. There mm-hmm. are drawers in my kitchen full of tools Yeah, <laughs> because I thought, oh, maybe I'll need this at some point in time. Like there's tile in oh, my we, bottom drawer. Mm-hmm. I, I've done tiling my wall. I don't know why there's still tile in the drawer. I feel like so many of us uh, have hoarder mentality. And mm-hmm. I think a big part of it, at least for me, and I know um, it might be for you, but I know for me specifically, I think if you grow up without a lot of money, mm-hmm. you are conditioned into a way of thinking that's like, I might need this someday. I need to keep it here because I might not have money to get a new one. That's what I do with all of my clothes. I have money now to go out and buy new shirts, but I still have shirts that are too small with holes in them because I'm like, well, what if I run out of shirts and I need a shirt to wear or something absolutely silly? It's just like, I might need this someday because I'm used to not having things. And I think that was just a totally different. Like Mine was more so like I was a I was a brat about stuff. Yeah. And my mom was really good about saying like, we don't need certain things. Yeah. Um, but I like, she would want to go shopping at certain places. And I'm like, ew, it's not name brand. Mm-hmm. And now as an adult, I'm like, why do you care? No. It, yeah. I would much rather wear just like a plain white t-shirt anyway. Something that's going to actually last me in fast fashion. I would like love to do something on that because it's so, so bad. Yes. Um, but I feel like that's something that Christmas is pushing is like, you have to make a list. Yep. You have to check it twice. You're going to find out. Who's <laughs> no, but like you have to make a list and give it to people because that's, that's Christmas. And if you don't do, if you don't do that, then how am I supposed to know what to get you? I- exactly. And a part of the problem they said with like the economics part is that people aren't asking for lists or that people don't want to give them lists. Mm-hmm. So people are just blindly buying and they don't actually know anything about those people or what they would want, but they feel forced to buy. Right. So then they end up buying something that that person has no use for or need for it, and the value goes completely down. And then it's just sitting there in a box in your yeah. closet for a year. Yeah. And I or love the, I, I love that people want to give. That's beautiful. Right. But give all the time. Give your time. Yes. Give your energy. Give your focus. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things that mean so much to me. Absolutely. Um, like when we had our cousins over and we were playing <sighs> games yes. together. Like, we all committed to spending quality time together. Even though a lot of us had like, I mean, there are yeah. so many other things that we all probably could right. have been doing. Right. But we were like, no, I'm setting aside this night. We need to hang out. And then we did. Right. And that, that means more Made to it me. a priority. Right. And that's something I'm going to hold on to. Keep and your $10 you buy. gift card. Right. <laughs> I want you to come and just hang out with me. That's what yeah. I think is so, yeah. Or I've, come and watch my kid and I'll go have dinner and yeah. be able to look into my husband's eyes. Seriously. So, so what I was going to say towards the end of this is if you are thinking the same kind of thoughts that we are, hopefully you're not all like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. kids. <laughs> but <laughs> if you are in the same thought process, I 
what has been going around, I've seen it a lot on social media, is like the clutter-free ideas. Yes. And I love that thought. Give people experiences, give them memories, give them, if you're wanting to do something for someone's child, and okay, I feel very bad like talking shit because I know people are doing this because they love my son and it's very sweet, but they'll all ask me like, what is he like? What is he like now? And I want to be like, well, just come around. He likes you. Yeah, come around and you'll just take him somewhere. He would love that. And I know it's like, well, I want him to unwrap something. But if we hadn't conditioned people to think I need things to unwrap, then that wouldn't be the mentality of, well, he needs to unwrap things or else he won't enjoy his Christmas. Right. That should not at all be the way that that it is. Well, unfortunately, I also think that like culture or like culturally we're we need instant gratification for things and that's where like the unwrapping gifts comes in is now i instantly can see something right if you buy someone a ticket or whatever to the movies they're gonna be like why what am i supposed to do with this now it's like well that's for you to do two weeks from now whenever the magic of christmas is gone and all of those boxes are sitting unopened again in your closet or they've broken down because they're not made to last right i have toys for my son that he has not opened from two Christmases ago. Yeah. They are just sitting yeah. because he was so excited when he opened them. And then you get so much that it's like, you're not going to play with all those toys. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And then, so you just th- shove them in the back. I'll play with them later. And then it's, I'm not trying to make my kids sound like a brat either or any kids, honestly. No, but that's because he likes to read and yes. he likes to crafts. Yeah. He loves crafts. I, I've been telling people this. I'm like, if you feel the need to buy him something that he has to unwrap, buy him books, buy him yeah. paper to color or like construction paper, yeah. scissors, markers. <laughs> he loves those funky shaped scissors. Um, he loves those. But do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Where you can cut. He loves those. Yeah. You can cut different shapes out of things. Yeah. Um, anything like that would be amazing, but please don't buy him like the same. Oh, board games are really fun too. Here's the thing that I think like. Not Monopoly though. No. Monopoly sucks. Monopoly too. You know what? We're normally like, don't come for me. Come for me because I want to know where the Monopoly <laughs> lovers are and I want to make sure that we never see each other Yeah, again. let's talk about economy. God, that made me want it. My husband loves Monopoly. Really? <laughs> come for me, Shane. <laughs> we, we, please don't ever yell that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't. <laughs> we were playing Monopoly one time and we were all just trying to figure out how to get out of the game. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Shane... I will sell you my properties and then give you my money. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm really, yeah, we'll do that. I just want to stop playing. We've been playing for six He's hours. like, I'm winning. <laughs> well, yeah, did sure, you win? Sure. <laughs> or did we quit? Yeah. Uh, but I think board games, like I, my, I can't remember. I think somebody bought him. Um, Battleship, Battleship? Is that what it's called? I don't know. That just reminds me of, um, what's that movie? I want to play battleships? <laughs> no idea. Is it white chicks? I don't remember, but there were two girls in bathroom stalls, and they're like, "Yeah, I think you I sunk do. my destroyer." Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but we played that for like two hours one day, and it was so awesome. And it was like a bonding time. We were playing a game mm-hmm. that we like. We're having Yahtzee is his new favorite. So if you want to buy, like, buy board games, buy things that you can do with kids, because I think. We're so used to like get him a new tablet and then shove him in the corner for an hour. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I know that I, <laughs> my son loves technology, so I can't, it's, I'm not the best, 
He's on the tablet right now. No, no he's not here. <laughs> but if he was here, he would be probably because it's like something to entertain them for when, when we need like an hour yeah. to do whatever. But I don't want that to be his life anymore. And I wish that... Well, because we had such a positive experience as kids without technology. Yeah. yeah. I tried very hard for a long time. It, and I don't want to blame it on other people, but it was just... It's just the way the world is now. Yeah. Whether I wanted it to be introduced to him or not it was introduced to him and then it was like almost such a a struggle to be like no but he is doing a lot better now the older that he gets he really wants he just wants to go do things so it's like buy him tickets to the movies take him to an art museum or a science museum Mm -hmm. that's my son loves art and science so that would be good but like get him piano lessons or cooking classes or whatever your kids specifically like to do there's always somebody that's like teaching something yeah find them buy a gift certificate and those are things you're going to remember longer yeah because i don't remember specific items no me neither i cannot tell you we had to do this the other day it was like a um whatever thing that we all had to like write down and it was like what did you get when you were 10 and I have no idea. No. I could not tell you what yeah. I opened. If there wasn't specific pic- pictures of me opening things on Christmas, I would not know. Yeah. Those things didn't mean anything to me. But, wow, I feel so, oh my God, I feel guilty saying these things. But it's just like, I wish it was well, less about gifts and more about what I think it should be about, which is just spending time Getting each drunk, other, going to rich people's houses, and banging on their doors, and eating <laughs> yes. their food, and then shitting on their porch. <laughs> yes, in a bag, lighting it on fire. You ever do yes. that trick? No. What? You light the poop bag on fire, and then when they come out and step on it, it's poop in the bag. <laughs> Did you do that? No, I have never. I just saw oh. that on Orange Is the New Black. This Christmas is the time. <laughs> yeah. I Go think that's like everything that we're saying, though, is things that we felt like were magical experiences Mm -hmm. for us and that's that's my issue with santa in general is like when you create the magic of christmas around an entity that's not real yeah then when that eventually has to go away because he does he does have to eventually go away and and that's okay and it is so cool and it's so beautiful to like see the joy in a kid's eyes. And I know as a kid to experience it, it was like, oh my gosh, magic is real. Yeah. But then when it's gone, it's almost like, okay, now, now where is the magic of Christmas? Yes. What do I do? And then when we get to be adults and now we have to play Santa, we have to create this magic, but we don't know where, how to create it because it's gone. Yes. And the other thing that I hate is as an adult now, I find myself... Um, resenting Christmas. I'm one of the biggest Scrooges and I mm-hmm. hate that about myself. But I, as soon as it, like, like October ends, yeah, I get instant anxiety and I'm like, great. I hate this time of year because of the pressure I feel it puts on me yeah. as a parent, as somebody I, I, there. I work with people who are working double and triple shifts to be able to afford gifts that I know will never be used. Right. And that breaks my heart. That yeah. breaks my heart that people are working themselves so hard to want to be appreciated and validated and just to give it to Santa. J- just yeah. Well, or it's not I mean, there's people that are doing it that give it to their adult children. Yeah. 
and they're like, oh, I have to make this much because I have to spend 500 on my kids. What? Yeah. Why? Why? I promise you that your kids will be okay if you don't spend $500 on them this Christmas because you don't feel like working yourself to the absolute breaking point. Well, the other problem with that is, is that's not every kid. I know, and which is horrible. Because, again, social media can play such a terrible, terrible that's the other reason I can't I can't even be on social media around this time because again I was a single mom and like when I say single mom I don't mean his dad was in the picture very much but on my end of it I mm-hmm. was doing things alone yeah. so my tree again didn't have a lot of presents for him and then had none for me and yeah. we were the only two people living there so when people would post these pictures of their trees absolutely overflowing with presents, I felt like worthless. I was yeah. like, what am I doing? I'm failing as a parent because I didn't get him a lot. I didn't have a lot to give. And then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what happens when he is 13, 14, 15 and he has a phone or can at least get on a computer and see social media and he sees that our house isn't like yeah. everybody else's house. Or he goes to school and the kids talk about because that's a common thing is that teachers are like, oh, how was your Christmas break? And what did you you get? And like and teachers mean mean the best. Like when they're just wanting one, they're probably wanting to kill time. Mm -hmm. But two, they're just wanting for everyone to get up and share about things. Yeah. And until you have that one little kid that didn't get. Right. And I think there are a lot of teachers who are becoming more sensitive to that. And I think that is. Um, something that people are being more aware of, but at the same time, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. I, I remember that feeling because we didn't have a lot growing up and my mom would do her absolute best, but that was when we wanted name brand clothes. So Mm -hmm. when we were wanting all of these Hollister or Abercrombie clothes, she's like, okay, but you're not going to get as much because these are twice as much as your regular jeans or whatever cost. And just because they have a different butt pocket yeah, or a different literally I, like, I wish i would have known growing yeah. up it was so silly just because i had that stupid bird on <laughs> that stupid freaking bird it was i just felt like i had to have it but yeah. because of that then i felt like i come to school and i see all of my friends and they're like oh i have the new ipod or whatever and i'm like oh well i got these cool jeans and like, yeah i've been wearing those jeans for a year yeah like they didn't mean it either but they all had money. Right. And they all got way more than I could ever have even imagined. And I'm not saying it was a bad thing because I know my mom feels guilt about that, but I'm happy because I'm happy about the person I am now. Yeah. Um, and I just wish that everybody had that attitude. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I hate the thought of people needing to post a photo of, either the gift that they got or the mm-hmm. gift that they gave yeah. for validation. Oh, I hate that. Because it's hard to post a picture and say like, hey, I spent quality time with my family yeah. because the likes that you're going to get on that are like cheap ass. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Or people might comment like, what a beautiful, what a beautiful time for you. Love, yeah. Aunt Pam. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. think I have an Aunt Pam, but <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's not what people want to show. People yeah. want to show that I bought a big flashy gift or yes. that I did these things. And with the best intention. Yeah. <gasps> with the best intention. That's the part that like I really want people to understand. We're not is- shitting on people in general. I know that this is just people trying to give out of the goodness of their hearts. I get that. But I, I just wish like- we didn't need it. Yeah, exactly. I wish I wish we didn't 
feel the need to do that or I feel to receive like, it. Especially with social media, it went from being a goodness of my heart to now it's a competition. Yeah. Sometimes, who can do the yeah. best, who can do the most. Yeah. And who can make it the flashiest. And it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. We just want to get back to what Christmas was always supposed to be, and that is worshiping Saturn. <laughs> that is Saturn, the god of Saturn. Thank you, agriculture. Let's feast for 12 days while this fire burns. Yeah. Oh, real quick, too, before you. we go. <laughs> you. Um, please also, please, people, turn your Christmas lights off because I'm really oh, yeah. terrified of fires, and I know that like around this time of year that's when the most happens I so had please a, i had a friend who lost her entire house in a fire last year please so. please please be cautious it about, wasn't because of christmas lights but still regardless, yeah, yeah. regardless any kind of yeah be very cautious about um any of that yeah fires happen i have multiple people i know in love that work in hospitals and say that house fires happen the most during this time of year mm-hmm. so please 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 be cautious yeah all right. All right. Sorry for um, ruining Christmas. <laughs> I'm very sorry that we shit all over your Christmas. But hey, I we come from a good place and we all just want everything to be about spending time with each other and yeah. loving each other and doing things out of the goodness of your hearts. Because the planet's on fire, people. Okay, we don't have a whole lot of time. <laughs> That's the thing that is the most valuable is our time. Yes, absolutely. Um. Next week, we plan to share about our personal, like, family traditions and, yes. like, memories that Sierra and I have um, growing up and celebrating literally every Christmas of our lives together. Yay! <laughs> um, but if we also want to hear some of your traditions, so kind of like what you did with Dreams, if you want to message them to us or video them to us, um, whatever. We would love to read some of your traditions as well. Yes. So, And with that being said... That's the bat on Saturnalia. <laughs> Christmas you. Uh, we're out. All right. Goodbye. And goodwill towards all. And to all a good night. <laughs> you. is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. 
Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.